Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here, Here we, we go. go. I'm back, baby. <laughs> wow. Joss. The boss. Triumphant return. The man. Joss, the boss. You look exhausted. I am so sleepy. What are you... I'm always sleepy in my 40s. I never was sleepy. I had a job where I was up till 4 a.m. I was never sleepy. I think you get more and more sleepy the older (laughs) you get. I think that's just how it is. You just wind down until you you, you go yeah. to bed. You, you take the old dirt nap. Did yeah. you say you, you spent two days in bed? Oh, I love to sleep if <laughs> I get an opportunity. And I'm great at it. Yeah, Ryan's the best sleeper of the three of us. Not even close. Oh, hands down. Ryan so, can wait, sleep wait, wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. It's been great. Before we get into it, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're not asleep. And if, you, <laughs> and if you've been sleeping on the show, and maybe you didn't realize Joss hasn't been here for like um like month, 17 no, years. No, I've missed two weeks, but I've missed like no, five of seven. No, way more than two weeks. Well, I think he was, he was here, gone two weeks, here a week, gone two weeks. Here today, like gone to Maui. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, so he's back. This is the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. I'm Jeremy Webb. That's Ryan Hatch. We're in the lab Welcome back, Joss McGinty. Welcome back, Cotter. Lava lamp burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the... Why are you laughing at my lamp? What happened to it? It's frozen. Well, it's, you know, there's a cold snap going yeah, through. There's exactly. a cold front. Yeah. But it's it, burning brightly. It gets, it's burning brightly. It's just not, does not a lot of globulation. Not a lot of motion. But it is a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they, may they find their way home. And Joss <laughs> may they is, do something, something. Josh has found his way back. I did. Thanks to Simon. What do you mean? He, he, went he and got found me you, here. Drug you out of a ditch. I don't know if I would have found it. Josh has been like on a two, two and a half, three week bender. We didn't know where he was. We've <laughs> right. heard he was down in, in Mexico in the gutter, crawling through. I mean, you know, it started out he had a couple thousand dollars. Have you ever he, gone to sleep in Cabo and woken up in Reno? He's down. That's a new, that was a new one. Crawling through the gutter. He's just draped in, you know, hookers and methamphetamine. No, none of that happened. Where, where have you been? You've been with your kids doing sports. Yeah, there was uh, work stuff. There was kids stuff. There was mom gone. I mean, a bunch of things. Sports was one week. Her, uh, birth, the kids' birthday night was one week. Well, I guess we it, can let you slide for the kids' It all birthday. just like, yeah, will you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a slam dunk. Well, not necessarily. It not was like a, a slam dunk. It's Wednesday night. You know, what, how do you really celebrate your kid's birthday on a Wednesday night? With presents and cake. No, no, you have dinner. a birthday party with her and her friends. And Wednesday, that Wednesday night that was her birthday is really like any other Wednesday night. <laughs> That's so funny. That's always, I'm pretty sure you you get the pass. Did you, you know, have a cake your... and everything that night for her? Cake. Know? And so, did she also have another birthday party where she has cake? 
You know, so Jared, it's two cakes you give your kids. Probably we're looking at a couple cakes, couple yeah. different situations. Yeah, two. You over. You so over you're saying the, the, child, the dad only has to go to what fifty percent of the. Party. You don't need to have that many birthday parties. Kids, the birthday parties the kid need to have. That's all I'm saying. Kids need to have a lot. Not well. Not. Well, I don't understand the kids first these days. birthday. They're not going to remember. <laughs> you know, the first one is a tough one. No, the first one. It's like marriage. Yeah. All that we've discussed this. All the friends have to come to your first kids' first. Birthday. Yeah, they got to yeah. come to your wedding. They got to come to your kids' first thing. And it's not it, th- those two events, the wedding and, and the kids' first birthday. They're not for you. No. They're not for the kid. Yeah. They're for the the mom. Hey, you guys kept this right. alive a year. Uh, yeah, they're for the mom. Right. A little celebration. The moms. You know, they're for all yeah. the moms involved. You know, the and the and the, and the steps and stuff. Whoever. There's no doubt that the first birthday is about the mothers, right? And and, and weddings. Well, right. Right? I mean, guys, all this hullabaloo, you know, all the things you go through, the wedding yeah. and the cake yeah. and all this, the pomp and circumstance, and the, the, you know, most people go through for, like, the modern-day wedding. You know, it's like all of that. And, and, and the, the people that are, the, the point I'm trying to make is, and the point I've always made about this is, the people that are getting married... Because it's a big party and a lot of expense. The people that are getting married are the least likely to ever get to enjoy any right. of it. Everybody else, it's for so your your wedding day isn't for you in that circumstance. It's for everybody else. It's for like your mom. Right. I, I think I told. I think I've told the story on our first run doing this this show. But the the ultimate example of that is, and this is a true story. Lindsay sits me down. She, you know, you haven't really been a into the wedding planning lately. Like, you've kind of been dissing. Like, are you over? What's going on? And I, no, no, no. You have my full attention. She goes, okay, well, what color should the tablecloth be? You know, this this is pearl white. We have a light pink. We have a blue. You know, I, I like the light pink. Well, we're not doing the light pink. Well, yeah. Well, I, what, why am here. I here? You're making every decision. No, yeah. Here, here, here. Sit down here. Now we've got to talk about the napkins. We have a pearl white. We have an eggshell. We right. have a French vanilla. <laughs> right. And you're like, what? Listen, people you- are wiping their mouths on them. Yeah, maybe brown. <laughs> I was How having- about a chocolate? Yeah, let's go to the cake. You have something in a ribeye. Yeah, color. How do we go back to that cake? Ca- the cake. The cake case. The cake case. You actually said cake casting. Um. So yeah, I don't know. And the same thing with the first birthday party. You know, it's not for the baby, clearly. The baby's yeah. not going to remember it. Oh, yeah, the cake, you good. Right. He got it all over his face. He's going to have a rash. It's rad. Yeah. I have Photoshop. I can be in any of the pictures I want. <laughs> but it's, you know, you invite, the, it's again, it's for the it's for the mom. It's for your mom. Yeah. You have the first yeah. birthdays, the mom. Grandparents. Have, grandparents. Are very... are, you know, they take the picture. Yeah, yay. And if you're, but I agree. Your friends that come to that are, are your best friends. They're your best friends. And, 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 but they do not, you do not need to feel obligated to go to any, any child's birthday. After one. If you get invited to one, you kind of have to go to really? one. Really? I, I disagree, actually. You were at one. You guys, I think, were both I at the one. I went because, yeah, but in fact, because you were both I, I at kind the of, like, birthday. I know kind of the perceived etiquette a little bit amongst, <laughs> you know, whatever, but I disagree with it. I don't think that an adult should ever be required to go to any kids' birthday parties that aren't in their own family. Okay. Right? Family you- should definitely, you know, you're, you're you know, whatever. Get together for a kid's birthday, birthday first birthday party. But again, no requirement. 
I don't think adults should ever be required to go to a kid's birthday. I think kids' birthday parties should start when the kids can start enjoying them and they can invite their friends and... I mean, but you know, sure. Uh, well, before that, you know, they're gonna like to have a cake, uh, you know, and stuff. Smash kids it on like, their face. And kids like sugar. Sure, give give your kids crack for a day. It's their birthday. Woo! We'll all celebrate, and they'll break out and probably poop. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get here? Anyway, yeah, the Olympics. They're over. Yeah. We talked about them a little bit while you were gone. Uh, talked about you know the same things we kind of always hit on. Uh. You know, hurling, curling, curling, yeah. hurling is not <laughs> yeah. an Olympic sport. <laughs> Although you, you hurling you, is a sport you're pretty though. good at. Yeah, it engages the abs. No, no. When I say hurling, I do not mean the the, the, the technical. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> the the, the technical yawn. Oh, I mean the sport. You lived yeah. in Ireland. Hurling with the hurley. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. kind of like uh, field hockey. Yeah. yeah. It's an when actual, it's in, and it is an Irish sport, right? Yeah. Hurling, I think Wales participates no in it. No idea. But that is a thing. It's it's a kind of field hockey. Look w- it up. Winter Olympics. It's not in the Olympics, however, <laughs> especially the Winter Olympics. There's the Winter Olympics, you know, I'm growing out of it. I, I, I don't, I can't relate to really? the games. Really? I love the winter really? Olympics. Really? Yeah. You know, I find that I can't shoot a rifle while skiing. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, I can just swim. Because you can't relate in the summer. Mean I can. Swim. And by the way, that's one of the oldest winter Olympic sports. Not like that's a new sport. The biathlon is what you're referring to. It's, I think it's cool. Is it my favorite one to watch? No. Is it probably on its way out? Sure. Will wow. It some, will it someday be overtaken by like? Some kind of X game that now we're gonna have in the Olympics. Have sure. you seen the X Games crawling in here? Well, which is great. Which it's is great. I love. Right? I love the events that aren't judged. Right. Mm. If you go first in figure skating, you have zero chance to win yeah. versus going last. Yeah. Because the judges, as you go along, judge you know higher. If you're doing that four person, my f- favorite one, the one I did, one of the f- ones I did like was that four person snowboard. Ra- they're racing. Yeah, like the, yeah, board cross or something. Board like that. cross. Yeah, you're like it's like fighting as you go down yeah. the hill. That's cool. I, I think there's, a, there's there's definitely a good topic here. Is is you know the sports that were in the Olympics that are no longer in the Olympics and the new sports and what that means and I'm like I think we're already talking about it. I'm in. Yeah, I think that the Olympics should kind of mirror the most relevant sports, the because the best Olympics in the world are those are the sports that are, you know the best which because the best athletes in the world at that time are going to be doing the most progressive sports most likely right. the, they're less likely kids these days aren't, aren't doing like, the biathlon yeah aren't exactly right going through high school and like go doing the biathlon but they they skate and they snowboard and they and they do these other things so the crazy thing i always think is when you know, when i think uh, olympics and like whether it's summer or that you're like okay here's someone who just runs Okay, they're gonna do they do long distance run, but now like the Winter Olympic is like oh this person is the champion of the Super G. Um, they have a house. Uh, their their parents' house is on midway up on uh, North Star in Tahoe, uh, and they you know they had a really tough time because their uh, seasonal pass 
end dated early accidentally and they couldn't ski for two days. Like there's a lot, you know. Are you it's trying like, to take away from the people that do the super G? I don't really. No, remember. no, no. I mean, I that looks actually like that. When those people yeah. fall, they fall hard. Oh yeah, I know, but it's like eh, I don't know. I just feel like wait, so yeah, it would. Eh. You didn't feel like going to school, and and you knew your parents would let you ski all winter every well, year. I don't know. I think I, don't know. I think skiing is definitely a thing. It's it's. I mean, in the Winter Olympics, it's kind of like, you know, one of the staples. Well, I know, but I mean, it just seems like it's not something you're like, um, like it's not it's not soccer. You know, you need uh, anybody can play it. All you, all you need is a ball. It's like what is it a jumpers for goalposts? You need two sweatshirts. On either side, so you well, can none make of that. that. I mean, none of the Winter Olympics probably is definitely more uh, uh, highfalutin. Well, I would say that yeah, there's a, probably more barriers of entry. One yeah. being money. Yeah, it because there's eighty five dollars. But a day all winter through. sports are like that. Yeah, right. winter sports all take a lot more equipment. Yeah, resources. Too. Yeah, you, you, bobsledding, skiing. You know, there's a lot of right. stuff that goes with winter sports in the summer. You need swim trunks and a volleyball. Yeah. It's not a lot of overhead. Yeah. yeah. Like you, a skeleton or a skeleton. Have you seen the, the one where they go down on their freaking yeah. back? On oh, yeah, a, yeah. On yeah a, but that's just on a, a tiny cheese, little sled. On a yeah. cheese tray? Well, it, yeah. The cheese tray is not the expensive part. The yeah. track yeah. is the expensive part. Like, Or how about the, the ski jumping? How, how often do you get to practice? Because it seems yeah, like yeah. every yeah. time you do it, your legs and hip... It is are on at the risk. are at risk, you know. It's just that's a that's a really good point. Well, I want to get back to what we were talking about as far as like the flow of sports. The you know the the ones that are out, for instance, I was watching uh, today some footage of there. They used to have like ski ballet. Is oh, what yeah. is, I think it was called. Yeah, and that shit is hilarious to go back and watch because oh. like nobody's skis like that yeah you know and it was like figure skating in that there were these certain figures that you had to perform on your way down the mountain yeah and it's like, like if you a short that, and long program it yeah. is <laughs> worth looking up it's hilarious it's totally, yeah it doesn't look any way kind of relevant to today's so it'd be weird to still see that and i would say that there's certain sports that are still in the olympics that are hanging on by a thread that are probably on their way out yeah. Maybe biathlon, maybe being one, especially because yeah. it's not a big, it's not a popular one to watch on TV. Yeah, it's well, huge if you're in Sweden or Norway, right? Whereas right. you know um, something like curling, yeah. I think is super kind of obscure, but for whatever reason, there's a certain general kind of like cult following and popularity popularity on television, and so it's it's likely to hang on. But nobody watches the biathlon. It's long. Uh, it's like you know, ping ping. We watch ski, the, ski, we, ski, ping ping. Thirty kilometer cross-country cross country. ski race and it's not like there's any big satisfying gunshot going off it's these like, right. little air rifles yeah. yeah you're not shooting an elk yeah, yeah. there's no live action I want to go and watch then, like the Inuit sport, then, like Olympics then you up see, north. Then, <laughs> you hunt an elk on skis, and you have to carry yeah. the whole pelt back to the village and drink ten pints. Drink of the blood. blood. If you miss the shot, they make you go around this little penalty circle, like you're six years old. Yeah, <laughs> and they're doing like the what's that called? Snow, um, when you're like beginning the, skier. Oh, like the the wedge. Yeah, the, the wedge. I gotta like, think that that one's on. It's if if anybody's yeah. at, the, at the low end of the totem pole. Here's another. You know, I'm telling you, I I can do the bobsled. Yeah. Do you need four men? 
Yeah, the, the, the four the man two middle guys the two are in the doing middle nothing. do zero. Well, no, that's not true. Well, they, they push. push. Yeah. yeah, they're in the, they're, they're very the, active in the first the six seconds. They do the first six seconds, yeah, and, and then they, they just lean. ride. There's a steer and a brakeman. I'm pretty sure I can lean. And so it's pretty much all in the push. Yeah. You have, they're, they're sprinters, you have, you have whatever fucking... 10 steps or not even yeah. probably to, to push really hard and then just sit there and kind of lean and, gravity and it, the their work. ability to be able to get in and sit down and tuck their head not really screw quickly. it up yeah don't fuck up hey i would be the guy that i just picture me yeah. being the guy that like forgot your foot, like your my foot. phone yeah, your you know, foot had, hits the side right. of the no, thing. It's always like the over. guy leaves the handle out. You're right. like, oh, yeah. he left the handle out. You, know? you have one job. You got to pull a little thing to pull the handle in, you know? Yeah. I don't, that's another sport. There's a lot of sports. We've made fun of me. Uh, much more winter Olympic sports you're not seeing me do. That's a very the ski jump. One. The, the bobsled, the skeleton. Yeah, really quickly, just to finish that point, if that little handle doesn't come back in, it's extremely dangerous for the bobsledders. <laughs> yeah. It's like the airplane's landing gear right. not going down. Or, or you know, I mean, because that thing stays out and, yeah. you know. Grab shit. You know, right. Not good. Right. I just want to start an Olympics that has nothing to do with athletics. That's where I would thrive. An Olympics with no speed. No stamina and no mobility. Wow. Is well, what if we put you How in a, I have four years to figure this out. Let's put you in a in a lounge chair. Okay. Mark I'm a, a lounge good chair. Start. Lazy boy as you were. A great brand. You uh <laughs> slide down the ski jump, pull the handle to lay back to lay for back. the flight, and then you just catch yourself on the way down and Hands up. You know, Ryan, I'm putting you right at the top of the list of being in charge of this operation. Yeah. <laughs> How old do you have to be before you can buy yourself a lazy boy and not feel like just a terrible No. I'll go tomorrow now that you mentioned it. I think a lazy boy sounds like a great idea. I have an old person's television chair. No oh. cup, no footrest. It's like a chair you put in a in a waiting room at a hotel. Wow. Right? See, I have a I have a weird stance, and I don't think you're gonna. You, I don't think what I'm about to say you guys would expect, um, but I'm against the like lazy boy like oh the God. things, and because it's just everybody that I've seen that gets there's like this is daddy's chair, like I, this is my chair to watch TV. Great, that's where you're gonna spend the rest of your free time, and you're gonna do nothing else. And I mean, like, you're no longer going to travel. You're probably not, you know, coming to the distillery so to you, play you around. you don't like the idea of the lazy boy. Yeah. Do yeah. you like the right. comfort of the lazy yeah, boy? Yeah, that's what I thought you meant, that you don't like the comfort of a no, lazy no, no, boy. No, 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 no. I just think that it, you, you get what someone, a, well, you get someone a lazy boy and you will it's not see them. It's kind of a career. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why I'm asking. Ender. What age? That's why I asked the question. Yeah. What age do you have to get? Because I Not think at some age... So you're throwing in the towel with the Lazy Boy purchase. That's what oh, you Oh, yeah, think. yeah, yeah. You're done. You're done. Yeah, you're not doing anything new or adventurous the rest of your life. God, I should have gotten one 20 years ago. I know. Wow. <laughs> now, I notice you keep kind of brushing uh, your your your, well, your nipples a little bit. No, no, no. I'm just... Uh, my, uh, I'm wearing my uh, my work overalls here for the distillery, and uh, and they have these little chain hookups that keep making noise and so i move it around 
Does it is it is it is it abrasive a little and, bit? And it's a little abrasive on my nipples. So what we found out is we we've been kind of running through because, um, you know, it, the the work that we've been doing around here and cleaning and, and getting everything ready and stuff lately has been kind of you know dirty work. Nipple um, abrasive. Uh, he's been we we've been bagging the Lincoln. He's been working on the yeah. he, he he ran you through that mm-hmm. all the airbags that we're doing on the Lincoln. So he's and we've been running through kind of what we're gonna like what's our day to day kind of work clothes gonna be around here. So he's got some Carhartts on right some now. Some like, Carhartt like overalls. The full overalls. And what we're finding out is they're really rough on the nipples. They're, they're a little rough on the nipples. Just if you're gonna have like just like a t-shirt and those on, uh, they can have a tendency to be a little and I gotta tell you, um, I, I have very sensitive nipples. <laughs> boy, oh boy. This really took a turn. So, like, when you scuba dive, you have to wear a thing called a BCD. It's called it's a buoyancy compensator device, compensating device, not BVD. No, no, BCD. BCD. And they're a little vest. They fit a little snugly, and they have a tendency to just chafe my nipples. AF. Well, the uh, like I like with the with the BC like I'm. You gotta have a wetsuit, like even a shorty, yeah, like yeah. just so, so you have something. Yeah, I, I've been wearing between, a t-shirt. Yeah, under my BC. Let me let me go back to the cards here for a second. If if, if I, I I'm under the understanding that you both agree on this. Yeah, yeah. A little tough on the nipples. Yeah. Right. Was what do you think they're doing in the in the development room? Did no one let them know of this? Well, I, I'm just, I, I guess, are people wearing thicker shirts? Thicker shirts? I, I think, I think I if mean, we have to put pasties on before we get ready in the morning, yeah, it's, that's it's a problem. too much. Yeah. So I'm not... That's going one step too far, yeah. right? You're working on a car, on booze. You yeah, don't want to put pasties, pasties on. on. You feel it's not... It's, I'm it I, I doesn't don't think, fit. Does, <laughs> th- these aren't necessarily like... Does it go all with the brand? over, all <laughs> over Southern California. Maybe we're just that little bit too warm for them. So it's, you know, because like I figure... If you were out like on the back working the back forty, and you had say like a long john shirt on or something like that, then you would be fine because you had a little something a little thicker. But just a t shirt, wow! You see, fellas in the Midwest rock that with no shirt. Yeah, uh, how is that me. possible? I don't know. What kind of super just leathery nipples? Right, what's wow. that called? Calicky. Yeah, <laughs> Callousy. <laughs> Yeah. Scar tissue. What? So I don't know how we got on it. Well, I noticed Ryan was like, gotta... <laughs> so how about you? Do you have sensitive? Uh... No, just kidding. Wow, uh, are we going around the room? Not... Yeah, raise your hand. <laughs> Simon! <laughs> you ever see one of these? It's brown liquor. It's not super brown, remember? Because this yeah, one here, I did, that was kind of a. T- Let me do the pull again. This is because they used uh, used bourbon barrels on this one. This is the Arcola whiskey we're revisiting. The chachi, tonight. the Chach, the Chach, Chachi Arcola. <laughs> was that his name? That was his name, one hundred percent. Chachi Arcola. For the for the ladies and gentlemen who might not remember, who's Chachi Arcola, Joss? Fonzie's nephew in Happy Days. Fonzie's nephew, and then went on to have a, a, a his own. Joni sh- loves yeah, Chachi. Joni loves and Chachi. then um, Charles in Charge, right? Yes. Which was actually a semi big hit. I mean, was Charles in Charge was Chachi short for Charles? 
I didn't. I don't know if I put oh that together. Oh my gosh! I never really put Charles? that together too. It was it a continuation of no, because yeah. Charles in Charge been, was modern day. Yeah, it'd have been twenty years, thirty years different. Yeah. They played the Nicole Eggert. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all you have to say. Did you see her on the cover of the Sugar Ace first album? Yeah, well, we mm-hmm. all did. You're, you're, yeah. Josh, oh, oh, that's your right. Name is in oh, that's the, right. Your name is also in the back of the cover. <laughs> Josh Ironballs McGinty. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the... You know, way, way to put a little self-plug in there, Josh. <laughs> hey, it's, it's good to see you. It, if, if my name was Ryan Ironballs Hatch on the back cover, that I would keep that CD on me, yeah. and I'd show it to people yeah. everywhere. Like, hey, listen, look at that. Hey, you like this picture of Nicole Egger? You ever see this on the back? That's me, Iron Balls. <laughs> Nicole and I are basically. No, we're yeah, basically right. besties. Let me have some of the. I'll drink, Josh. The Cola. Whoops. It doesn't taste exactly like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> but it does like, taste Arr, like... Cola! Cola. <laughs> mm. Ooh. <laughs> Straight from the bottle. It's light. It kind of reminds me of the... Um, it kind of reminds me of the corn. Uh, the corn. Yeah, mellow you got corn. The mellow. What do you get? A little butterscotch. Yeah, definitely butterscotch. A little mellow corny. You know, I've been meaning to pick up a bottle of the corn. Yeah, it's. I like Oof. the corn. I like to have a little bit of the mellow corn just around. It never makes it through very long. Let me just put it that way. Well, put it this way: the Louis lasted longer than the corn. Yeah, the Louis still sitting up there. Yeah. It got to a certain low. level. I got it to this this eye point, and then I once it got to this eye point, I think everyone realized. Well, like, once oh. you go, there's a there's a noticeable line that it's at every all of a sudden. But I think you and and freaking Uncle Back Tattoo got in here, <laughs> got in here a couple of nights and went weird on that. The the night we first tried it, it got a little heavy. Yeah, it looks like. Like, it's not often you drink, like, $5,000 worth of liquor. Yeah, thanks, Chris. There's <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to Mr. Chris Van. I've been on the show several times. Um, well, gentlemen. It's nice to be back. I, I hate to, like, bring the whole room to a sudden halt. But shall we shall we address the elephant in the room? Are you calling me fat? <laughs> yeah, no, you look good. You've been oh. in the gym. <laughs> you look. I will tell you that those are very slimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it gives you the the body shape of a brick. Yeah. <laughs> You've been on the farm a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have eggs and bacon every yeah, day. Yeah, wear those to the store. Walk around and just notice how people look at you. Right. Oh yeah. Go oh no, to, I I, go, I have. Go up to Oxnard to a soybean farm and yeah. see how easily like you just fit in. I'll just slip right in. <laughs> so as a joke, a little while well, before we address the big elephant in the room, as a joke, I'd like to, I'd like you to to look at this. Talking about the shirt. Like you to look at this. I was walking around the store earlier, and I couldn't figure out why everybody in the store was staring at me weirdly. And I'm walking around, and um, I remembered what shirt I put on this morning. Hmm. And so back, you know, at the at this, you know, two years ago at the start of this whole <laughs> pandemic thing, 
I had some shirts made that say "Got COVID" <laughs> in the font of the old uh, "Got, Got, Got milk, milk" marketing campaign, and I think that was funny. And so I put it on, and every and, and I usually don't wear it out the house. My wife usually doesn't let me wear it out of the house. But I kind of put it on this morning under a flannel, and then it got hot back there, and I took the flannel off, and I'm walking through the store, and I, I could, everyone was just clocking me everywhere I went, and I started to think, I think everyone thinks the shirt I have on, telling them you have telling COVID. them I have COVID. I don't know what's going on. Got go, yeah. Do you, would you like COVID? Are they asking? Yeah. They think that I want to know if they've got it, or and it's like. Are you trying to violate my personal privacy? But can privacy? you tell at the shirt if you, when you see it, does it give you the got milk vibe? I'm offended. You're asking me if I have COVID. No, did I get no. the? It all comes down to the font. Yeah. And I did the research. I, I tried to nail the font. No. Yes, it looks exactly like got milk. I think that's funny. Okay. See. It, do you would you like one? Should, I've got, it, it be, I've got would, a trunk full of would, them. They're going for twenty five bucks a pop. Would it better? Would it be better if you put get COVID? <laughs> no, because the, it was got milk. <laughs> so anyway. So people like... COVID, did, did the you, other white meat. You I think you, can, you, you put COVID on a shirt. And people are offended. Like, the yeah. word is weird. It weirds people out. It's still, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's a buzzword. It's a buzzword. Not a buzzword. Yeah. I don't know what the... Trigger. It's a trigger it's word. It's a trigger so interesting. I'm, I, you know, I'm Jeremy Webb, social experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've always been, you know, the edge. Where is it? Let me try to find it. There right, it is. Right, Run right on it. the bubble. How do I make this transition? Hard segue. Here. <laughs> yeah. About face. So the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And something that I feel like we need to talk about, and as fun as it is always on the show, this is kind of a big deal. War. War what? is on the horizon. Well, more than the horizon. Yeah, it's been announced, declared. Putin yeah. has declared war in the Ukraine. Is mm-hmm. it on the Ukraine? What? Because Eastern Ukraine, what he tried invaded. to do is he went in there, he tried to declare two cities as like sovereign nations within the Ukraine. And then he said, if they join NATO, we're going to declare war. And mm-hmm. then the Ukraine joined NATO. And then he said, okay, we're at war, right? Is that kind of the... I, I'm just, so. I don't know if they the officially timeline? agreed. To, uh, if they, are they, if they in have, NATO? Well, I think that was, they were, they were applying to be part of NATO or something right. is part of the... Deal, well, but, well, blah blah blah. Which clearly Putin declared war. Yeah, on Ukraine, and so basically, what does that mean? He's he's saying we're gonna just forcefully come in and take you over. So what? Yeah, he's they've saying, already launched an offensive. missiles have gone into Ky- yeah. K- uh, Kiev. Yeah, there's been explosions. People in Kiev. are dying as we speak. Uh, as we speak. Yeah. I mean that's terrible, gnarly, very gnarly, and so and it, it, and it can only get worse, really. So l- 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 let's just talk about it. Yeah, I mean, because by the time people hear this, it probably will have gotten worse. Yeah, um, so who knows? So as as soon as Russia needs support or wants support, there's only one place they're going to go: China. China. It's like almost my my thoughts are is like how long into, and then and then China's like okay, well we'll help you, you help us get, take over Taiwan. Yeah. We're gonna help you with this. You help us take over Taiwan. We can't. What's allow anybody that. gonna do about it? Yeah, we can't allow that. We can't allow it. So 
then we have to step in, and now it's us and Rhina, uh, Russia and China. Well, and, and, and NATO and everybody yeah. else that you know are the the allies yeah. or who who are our allies? Yeah. France, England, you know, Canada, Australia, Australia. probably India. Putin warned other countries that uh, that yeah. a- a- attempt to interfere with the Russian action would lead to quote consequences they have never seen. Yeah. So what so, does that mean? Well, I don't know. Are no. they going to drop a nuke? Are no. they going to dirty bomb? Are they going to do it? Well, that's the, that's the crazy thing is, and how truthful is his position? Because, like, China... He doesn't seem like the type that bluffs. Well, I mean, the Russians have always bluffed. Like, I mean, they didn't have what they said they had in the Cold War, and we found out. Um, but, They're, like, China, China has one of the first, you know, uh, super high maneuverable, you know, fifth-generation warplanes... But they don't have engines for it. I mean, they have one engine for it, and it's like they have one demonstrator. Like, yeah, that plane's pretty impressive, and they have a new aircraft carrier, but it's not it's not mobile yet, and they're thinking it's two years until they have engines for the plane and engine for it. So it's like we, they're kind of saying, look at all we got, but a lot of it's still R and D. Is at least that's the some of the things I was reading about it. So let's hope. Gunfire if, at the border is underway. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So right now, real time, we are recording this Wednesday night, uh, February 24th? 23rd. 23rd. It is 9 o'clock here in the lab on the West Coast. And uh, and when was that announcement of his? An hour well, and a half ago? It was 6 a.m. Yeah. Russia time. 6 a.m., yeah, GM, GMT minus and three. And so have we heard anything from our president? Um, he Condemns it. Condemned it. Okay, good. But, well, well, I condemn it, too. Yeah. He's claiming we're going to hit their economy, stop the oil lines. Right, you know. embargoes. Yeah. Right. Sanctions. Uh, gasoline, ladies and gentlemen. I'd fill your tank up. Tonight, yeah. So what? Tomorrow night, the stock market is already responding. Oh yeah. Oops. Excuse me. That's a little bit of a burp there. Little bit. It's a big one. Yeah, they're all fleeing the t- cities. You know, I'm kind of just sorry. I'm just kind of you know, this is happening so fast. So, not good. You know, he, don't forget he invaded cr- Crimea a couple yeah four years ago or so. This yeah. is this is this wheel's been in motion. Which I don't Crimea think is he like ever... a, isn't it? Crimea is like a like a beach region yeah, of Ukraine, or like is that. it its own? Is it an island? I don't think it's an island, but he, him being Putin, could never understand uh, when Russia broke down in ninety. Was it ninety one? Yeah, or Gorbachev. Yeah, kind of. That's when all these Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, right? Well, that's like they're Ukraine. trying to rebuild the USSR, right? Trying it to re- seems like regather that. all the people who separated. Boy, oh boy. It's scary. It's scary Where stuff. does South America stand in all this whole thing? I mean, who who down there is kind of, uh, you know, a uh, uh, force that could uh, even... I don't think anybody. I mean, maybe Argentina. Did you say South America? Yeah. Yeah, Argentina, Brazil, but I don't think they have anything more than no. the, they're not. They're not. They're not sending, nuclear powers, right? Well, yeah, uh, maybe Brazil, I so. but I don't think so. Um, but I mean, they got they got just enough to defend themselves on their homeland. I don't right. think they got. They can't. Send they're not sending 
people around the they're not sending a navy around the world. We've got India, we got Pakistan, both nuclear powers. Yeah, and we'll probably get India on our side. And Russia would get Pakistan. Um, I don't know the history there, but I would assume so, just because it's a, uh, you know, the enemy. India and Pakistan most likely won't be on the same side. They will not be on the same side. So, if for no other reason, you know, like, I, that's the only reason I think they would go to Russia is because they're against India, and if India sides with us, um, I think India. I mean, India is uh, all they are using all of our latest air force, you know, hardware and all that kind of stuff. So. I think they would definitely be on our side. Right, and Pakistan would very likely side with the Middle East, who doesn't like either side and probably yeah. just doesn't want to get involved at all. Yeah, we'd rather jack up oil prices and say that there's conflict so we can charge you more. They don't want to be They'd involved, They'd like to see though. us both fall. Somehow yeah. they'd you know, try to get involved and just spiral us into each yeah. other. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. What, what does America do here? I mean, we can do the sanctions and do that whole dance, but... We fire one bullet, they're going to be... We're in. It's, well, I mean, given that we just left Afghanistan and... Well, where do we have troops on the, on the ground? Where are our, clo- our closest troops? Close. Oh, uh, I bet we have... Germany. I mean, we have I mean, Germany is a ton. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're really close. At least the... Uh, at least, you know, some maybe special forces that are just keeping an eye on things and going in to get out key targets or something might be already there. I mean, they were probably there a week ago. You know we've got... you got to think we have... got to uh, think we have troops pretty close. Yeah. Because, you know... I mean, in any of this stuff, we have at least clandestine people, you know, in there hanging out with, you know, hanging out ready, either either preparing to get people out if something gets goes down or preparing to take someone out if something goes down. Right. So I'm sure we had some sort of clandestine close, if not already in there. Just doesn't seem like something we would do. Well, it's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, like we've all said, it's breaking news to us right now. I mean, like it's always kind of been on the horizon. It's, um, But now it's real. I mean. Yeah. So... The stock market was already down pretty uh, was a, down a lot today. So and then this kind of just happened this evening I and mean, the market was closed, you know, one o'clock West Coast time, so it really couldn't have seen that. But they were if, unless they were predicting it and just saying, Hey, we think this is gonna happen. You see a lot of Well, they've been posturing, yeah. you know, with tanks, yeah. things have been moving yeah. along borders. It's, it's And it, and it's it's crazy because it doesn't just affect those two countries. I mean, you look at um China, which provides goods and services to the world, is uh, you know they ship a lot of things. There's a, there is a, a travel route that goes across there to Europe. Um, everybody, you know, so all that they that disrupts all kinds of business and causes everybody more money, more delays, which they're already used you know used to seeing. And we're already in the midst of a bunch of delays and yeah. stuff because we're coming out of COVID. Yeah, and now it's because there's war in between it. Like it's. Not good for for the markets. It's not good for markets, inflation, yeah. anything. It's not yeah. good. It's not good. It's not so, good. So, ladies and we'll gentlemen, uh, you know, it'll be interesting for us to talk about this yeah, next, next week, week. What's going on in one week? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I say we shut it down here. You know, it's kind of a big deal. Um, let's let's you know let's let's have a couple beers. Uh, and we can talk about it amongst ourselves and kind of figure out what is really going on in the world. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll talk about this uh, next week. Again, we don't want to be downers. 
Um, but it's kind of a big deal. Big one. So, especially, you know, we're coming out, like, we're just talking about the Olympics. We're coming out of the Olympics, a world gathering. <clears throat> was right. And isn't that, wasn't that one of the goals of the Olympics? Is instead of, you know, fighting with bombs and all that kind of missiles and like that, aren't we competing on the world stage with athletes to say, hey, right, let's we have take pride in what we yeah. are, and hey, look at the look. At, I, this country is so good, and this country is so good, and we've done that. Isn't that supposed to take make war get somewhat of a backstage? I mean, I know that that only works in probably really good times. Um, I can't imagine that. I mean, at the end of the day, people are gonna. If you got something someone else wants, someone's going to try to take it. Unfortunately, that that is the case. It's the human condition. So try to be mindful of that as you're out there going through your daily routines. Um, The world is in turmoil. um, So be good to one another. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your friends and your family. Um, Hopefully you're enjoying the show. We sure do appreciate the time you spend with us. And we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast.